Welcome to Zikra Daf Simanim Member by Ram Goldar, and today Mazakas Nazar Daf Mem Vav, the third parak Shlosha meaning. So the fidas we're going to focus on number one. The next mission teaches that after the shlamim is cooked and the forelug is waved, the Nazar becomes permitted to drink wine and become tummy from the dead. Rabbi Shimon says, Once the blood of one of the korbanos was sprinkled for him, the Nazar is permitted to drink wine and become tummy to the dead. In a brace where Beliezer says, the Pasuk states, Afterwards, the Nazar may drink wine. This means after all the activities are performed. We show say that the Tanakhama of Mishnah follows this view. After a single activity is performed, meaning one carbon. They make a Gazer Sheva between the Akhar of the Pasuk above and the Pasuk Akhin Skalcho as Nizro, after shaving his Nazar hair, teaching that just as that Pasuk only mentions a single activity, the permit of a Nazar begins after a single activity. Point number two, Rav says, The waving procedure of a Nazar prevents the release of the prohibitions if it's not performed. The Gemara explains that this was said according to Rabbi Eliezer, who said, All activities are required. The novelty is that one might have thought, since regarding atonement of other karbanas, the waving is merely a residual part of the mitzvah and not critical. Here too, it's not critical to the Nazar's permit, so Rav taught otherwise. The Gemara challenges Rav from a price of the Pusik states, Zos Taurus and Nazar, this is the law of the Nazar. Ben Sheeshel Kapayim, Ben Sheeshel Kapayim, whether he has palms or does not have palms. This appears to say that just as a Nazar without palms can complete his Naziris, although he cannot perform the waving, a Nazar with palms can also complete the Naziris without the waving. The Gemara responds by proving from a Bryce which employs similar language about a Nazar without hair that it can be read in the reverse. Just as a Nazar with palms must perform the waving, one without palms must also perform the waving on his forearms. A second version of the discussion is recorded. And point number three, the next mission states, If he shaved on a carbon and it was found invalid, meaning the blood became tame before Zrika, his shaving is invalid and his other karbanas do not count for him. Since his shaving was invalid, his hair must be regrown before he can bring any karbanas. After providing an example of this principle, the mission continues, if he shaved after the ola or shlamim was brought, not for his purpose, meaning he intended it to serve as another carbon, and then brought his carbonus for their purposes, his shaving is invalid and his other carbonus do not count for him. Although an ola or shlamim which is brought is not disqualified as a carbon, it does not count for his requirements, so the shaving is also invalid. Rabbi Shimon disagrees. Also, that carbon doesn't count for him, but the other carbonas count. The Gemara explains that he holds Nazir Shagilach shaved after a voluntary shlamim is Yotzi, the shaving, and a shlamim brought Shalowashma is considered a voluntary shlamim. The Mishnah concludes that if he shaved after all three carbonas, then even if some were invalid, one valid carbon is adequate for a shaving to qualify. So once again, the three points are number one. The next mission teaches that after the shaman is cooked and the foreleg is waved, the Nazi becomes permitted to drink wine and become tummy from the dead. Rabbi Shimon says, Once the blood of one of the korbanos was sprinkled for him, the Nazar is permitted to drink wine and become tummy to the dead. In a brace, Rabbi Yezer says, the Pasuk states, Afterwards, the Nazar may drink wine. This means after all the activities are performed. We show me say that the Tanakhama of Mishnah follows this view. The say after a single activity is performed, meaning one carbon. 
They make a Gezer Sheva between the Acher of the Pasuk above and the Pasuk Achin Skalcho as Nizro, after shaving his Nazar hair, teaching that just as that Pasuk only mentions a single activity, the permit of a Nazar begins after a single activity. Point number two, Rav says, The waving procedure of a Nazar prevents the release of the prohibitions if it's not performed. The Gemara explains that this was said according to Rabbi Eliezer, who said, All activities are required. The novelty is that one might have thought, since regarding atonement of other karbanas, the waving is merely a residual part of the mitzvah and not critical. Here too, it's not critical to the Nazar's permit, so Rav taught otherwise. The Gemara challenges Rav from a price of the Pusik states, Zos Taurus Nazar, this is the law of the Nazar. Ben Sheeshel Kapaim, Ben Sheeshel Kapaim, whether he has palms or does not have palms. This appears to say that just as a Nazar without palms can complete his Naziris, although he cannot perform the waving, a Nazar with palms can also complete the Naziris without the waving. The more responds by proving from a Bryce which employs similar language about a Nazar without hair, that it can be read in the reverse. Just as a Nazar with palms must perform the waving, one without palms must also perform the waving on his forearms. A second version of the discussion is recorded. And pointing with you, the next mission states, If he shaved on a carbon and it was found invalid, meaning the blood became tame before Zrika, his shaving is invalid and his other karbanas do not count for him. Since his shaving was invalid, his hair must be regrown before he can bring any karbanas. After providing an example of this principle, the mission continues, if he shaved after the ola or shlamim was brought, not for his purpose, meaning he intended it to serve as another carbon, and then brought his carbonus for their purposes, his shaving is invalid and his other carbonus do not count for him. Although an ola or shlamim which is brought is not disqualified as a carbon, it does not count for his requirements, so the shaving is also invalid. Rabbi Shimon disagrees. Also, that carbon doesn't count for him, but the other carbonas count. The Gemara explains that he holds Nazir Yatsa. A Nazir shaved after a voluntary shlamim is Yotzi, the shaving, and a shlamim brought Shalom is considered a voluntary shlamim. The Mishnah concludes that if he shaved after all three carbonas, then even if some were invalid, one valid carbon is adequate for shaving to qualify. All right, so now we go to our Simadaf Memvav, and our standard Simon is a cow. Because the cow goes moo. So here goes. The former Nazar drinking wine while sitting on his hairy cow inside a cemetery celebrating the end of his Naziris since the blood from one of his carbonus was sprinkled. Got double bad news when he was told that since Tanufa wasn't done, he wasn't released from any of the Nazar prohibitions and that he must regrow his hair since he shaved on a carbon where the blood became Tame before Zerika. Once again, slow motion. The former Nazar drinking wine while sitting on his hairy cow. Cow? That must be more enough. Memvav. Moo. The former Nazar drinking wine while sitting on his hairy cow inside a cemetery celebrating the end of his Naziris since the blood from one of his carbonus was sprinkled, which reminds us, the next mission teaches that after the shlemming is cooked and the foreleg is waved, the Nazar becomes permitted to drink wine and become tummy from the dead. Rabbi Shimon says, Kevin Shinizrakul of Echomin Adamim. Once the blood of one of the carbonus was sprinkled for him, the Nazar is permitted to drink wine and become tummy to the dead. In a bright story, Beliezer says, the Pasuk states, Afterwards, the Nazar may drink wine. This means after all the activities are performed. So the former Nazar drinking wine while sitting on his hairy cow inside a cemetery, celebrating the end of his Naziris, since the blood from one of his carbonus was sprinkled. 
got double bad news when he was told that since Tanufa wasn't done, he wasn't released from any of the Nazar prohibitions, which reminds us, Rav says, Tanufa benazim akeves, the waiving procedure of a Nazar prevents the release of the prohibitions if it's not performed. The Gemara explains that this was said according to Rebbe Yezu, who said, all activities are required. The Chiddush is that one might have thought, since regarding atonement of other karbanas, the tanufa is merely a residual part of the mitzvah and not critical. Here too, it's not critical to the Nazar's permit. So Rav taught otherwise. So the former Nazar drinking wine while sitting on his hairy cow inside a cemetery, celebrating the end of his Naziris, since the blood from one of his karbanas was sprinkled, got double bad news when he was told that since tanufa wasn't done, he wasn't released from any of the Nazar prohibitions, and that he must regrow his hair since he shaved on a carbon where the blood became tummy before Zerika, which reminds us the next mission discusses the status of shaving when a carbon is invalid, which reminds us the next mission discusses the status of shaving when a carbon is puzzle. So once again, the former Nazar drinking wine while sitting on his hairy cow inside a cemetery, celebrating the end of his Naziris since the blood from one of his carbonas was sprinkled, got double bad news when he was told that since Tanufa wasn't done, he wasn't released from any of the Nazar prohibitions, and that he must regrow his hair since he shaved on a carbon where the blood became tame before Zerika. All right, so now it's time for four blah Chazara. Daf Membeis. So the similar Daf Membeis is a mobster. So here goes. The Nazar mobster mobster. That must be more on Daf Membeis. The Nazar mobster boss threw such a fit when a second-to-last hair fell out and he realized that he would not fulfill the mitzvah of shaving, which reminds us Rava asked what the halacha is in a case where Nazar shaved and left over two hairs and he then shaved one and the other one fell out. So the Nazar mobster boss threw such a fit when his second-to-last hair fell out and he realized that he would not fulfill the mitzvah of shaving that his hairdresser, who intended to remove some dangling hairs as he was combing the boss's hair, ran for his life. Which reminds us, the next mission states that a Nazar may shampoo his hair with cleansing agents and separate his hairs, but he cannot comb them. The Gemara explains that this mission reflects the view of Rabbi Shimon who holds Dabrashem is Gavin Mutter, something which is unintended is permitted, meaning it's permitted to perform an act which may cause an unintended transgression. Here too, although some hair may be removed inadvertently through the shampooing act, it is permitted. Still, combing is forbidden. As Gamora explains, anyone who combs intends to remove dangling hairs. So the Nazar mobster boss threw such a fit when a second-to-last hair fell out and he realized that he would not fulfill the mitzvah of shaving, that his hairdresser, who intended to remove some dangling hairs as he was combing the boss's hair, ran for his life, but bumped right into the hitman named Cohen, who was carrying one corpse on his shoulder while touching... Another corpse, which reminds us, Rava said in the name of Huna that Tuma Tuma Lo, a Nazu came in contact with Tuma twice, is not Chayv a second time since he was already Tame, and the second contact does not add to his Tuma. Rav Yosef swore that Rav Huna held that he is Chayv. Abai challenged Rav Yosef from a Bryce, which says that a Kohen who has a corpse on his shoulder and touches that second corpse is not Chayv for the second Tuma. Rav Yosef responded that our Mishnah proves the opposite by saying that a Nazar can receive multiple Malkas for repeated Tuma. But there's no contradiction. The Bryce is a case of current contact with the first corpse, so the second corpse adds no tumor, whereas the mission is a case of no current contact with the corpse, so the contact with the second one increases his tumor. Daf Mem Gimel. So the similar Daf Mem Gimel is a magazine. So here goes. The Nazar opened the roof to his carriage that was covered in hairy magazines. Magazines? That must be one Daf Mem Gimel. 
The nudger tore open the roof to his carriage that was covered in hairy magazines, thus becoming Tame, while simultaneously entering a cemetery. Which reminds us, Gamora discusses how Tuma and Bia can occur simultaneously, since even if a nuzzer was tar when entering an O of a Tuma, he always becomes Tame before he enters the O, no matter how he enters, since most of his body must be inside to be deemed entering. Papa answers, Kagon Shinichnas Beshida Tevo Migdal. It's a case where he entered the cemetery in a carriage, trunk, or closet, protecting him from Tuma, and his friend came and removed the roof whereby the Tuma and entry occur simultaneously. Rishonim had that he must have assisted in the removal of the roof to receive Malkas. Marbaravashi gives a different answer involving a Gosez. So, the Nazir tore open the roof to his carriage that was covered in hairy magazines, thus becoming Tame, while simultaneously entering a cemetery. Because he got spooked from a Gosei's lying next to him, which reminds us, two different sources are brought to teach that a Kohen is not forbidden to come in contact with a man until the moment he dies. Rish Lakish says enough Nafkamina between them is a Gosei's, a dying man. Although he cannot be classified as dead, he can be included in the Pasuk Lehechalo, since he can be called a Chalal, a slain person, since most Gosei's seem die. The Gemara asks for a mission which clearly states that a person is not matame until he actually dies and answers that although Tuma is not transmitted, the Kohen still profanes himself by coming in contact with the Goseis. So the Nazir tore open the roof to his carriage that was covered in hairy magazines, thus becoming Tame while simultaneously entering a cemetery because he got spooked from a Goseis lying next to him when he started reading from a magazine article about the burial of a Kohen's father whose head was cut off, which reminds us, Rav Chista quoted Rav, If a Kohen's father's head was cut off, he could not become Tame for his burial. His reason is because the Pasuk says Aviv for his father, which implies, Only when the father's body is whole, but not when it is deficient. So the simmer Daf Mem Dalad is mud. So here goes. The three Nazars who each got stuck in the hairy Homer mud, mud, that must be on Daf Mem Dalad. The three Nazars, who each got stuck in the hairy Homer mud, one for Tuma, one for shaving, and one for eating from the grapevine, which reminds us, the next Mishnah lists the three Isurim of a Nazar, Tuma, shaving, and products of the grapevine, and proceeds to list the various Homers of the prohibitions compared to each other. So, the three Nazars, who each got stuck in the hairy Homer mud, one for Tuma, one for shaving, and one for eating from the grapevine, start to throw mud towards the Tami Naz, who shaved on the eighth day, and brought his Karbanas the same day, which reminds us, the next Mishnah states, Teglachus Tuma Ketzad, how is the shaving for a Nazar Tami done? He would sprinkle on the third and seventh day with Mechatas and shave on the seventh and bring his Karbanas on the eighth. If he shaved on the eighth day instead, Rabbi Kiva says he may nonetheless bring his Karbanas on that same day. Rabbi Kiva explains for Bitar from the difference between a Nazar and a Matsuri is that by a Nazar his Tahar is dependent on the days, not on shaving, whereas a Matsuri shaving is part of the Tahar process. Therefore, the Matsuri shaved on the eighth day, he must be Tobal again afterwards and is not Tahor until until sunset, delaying his carbonus to the ninth. So the three Nazars who each got stuck in the hairy Homer mud, one for Tuma, one for shaving, and one for eating from the grapevine, start to throw mud towards the Tami Nazu shaved on the eighth day and brought his carbonus the same day, but missed and splattered the Zab Tful Yom, who was not permitted to enter the gates of Nicanor, which reminds us the more discusses when a Zab, who is a Tful Yom, cannot enter the Machini Lavia. Daf Mem Hay, so the Simmer Daf Mem Hay is Monopoly. So here goes. The Nazar who moved his hairy razor piece on the tower Nazar Monopoly board Monopoly. That must be one duff. Mem hey. Monopoly. The Nazar who moved his hairy razor piece on the tower Nazar Monopoly board once his first carbon was brought, which reminds us the next Mishnah states, Tihlachas at Tahara Kate said, How is the shaving of a Nazar in Tahara done? 
He brought three animals, a chattas, an ol, and a shlamim. Rabbi Yehuda says he shechs the shlamim first and shaves after it. And Rabbi Lazar says he would only shave after the chattas, shechattas kodemus bekomakum, because the chattas takes precedence everywhere. So it's the first carbon brought here as well. They both agree that the shaving follows the first carbon, but disagree which carbon is first. So the Nazar who moved his hairy razor piece on the tower Nazar monopoly board once his first carbon was brought and avoided landed on the Pesach Olamoed spot, for it would be a disgrace, which reminds us, a Bryson provides the source for shaving after Shlamim. Megillah HaNazar Pesach Olamoed. The Nazar shall shave at the entrance of the Olamoed. But Shlamim HaKasmadabar, the Pesach actually refers to the Shlamim, teaching that the shaving follows it, because the words Pesach Olamoed are written about a Shlamim's Shechita. The Pesach's not teaching the location for the shaving, but the sequence. The Bryson then explains why we do not interpret it as literally requiring shaving at the entrance of the Olamoed. If so, it would be a disgraceful behavior. So the Nazar who moved his hairy razor piece on the Tower Nazar monopoly board once his first carbon was brought and avoided landing on the Pesach Ohomod spot, for it would be a disgrace, was beat by the Tower Nazar who was able to get his clump of hair piece under the fiery pot spot, which had a picture of a shlamim cooking, which reminds us that more brings the Machokas when the Nazar's hair is placed on the fire of the shlamim. All right, so now it's time to conclude their pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff are two different sources brought to teach that a Kohen is not forbidden in contact with the man until the moment he dies and enough Kamina between them is a Goseis? That's on Duff. Mem Gimel. Good number two, which stuff you want to know does not shave at the Pesach of the Olamoed for that would be a Bezayon? That's on Duff. Mem hey. Good number three. Which stuff do you be malchokas regarding when does a nazar become permitted to drink wine and become tame? That's on daf. Mem bav. Good number four. Which stuff do you be kiva holds that if a tame nazar shaves on the eighth day, he can bring his karbanas on the same day? That's on daf. Mem dog. Good number five. Which stuff do you that the source according to Rebbe that an ase is dochelosa say is one from the psukim that teach that one can make tzitzis from shatnas? That's on daf. Memov. Good number six. Which stuff you is regarding when is the Nazar's hair placed on the fire of the Shlamim? That's on Duff. Memhei. Good number seven. Which stuff you the Tunufa Benazma Akebis? The waiting procedure of a Nazar prevents the release of the prohibitions if it's not performed. That's on Duff. Memvav. Good number eight. Which stuff you if a Kohen's father's head was cut off, the Kohen cannot become tummy for his burial? That's on Duff. Mem Gimel. Good number nine. Which stuff do we discuss the status of shaving when a carbon is puzzle and the Nazar is required to regrow his hair? That's on Duff. Mem Vav. Good. And number ten. Which stuff does the Mishnah list the various chumras by each of the three Isurim of a Nazar? That's on Duff. Mem Dalad. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Avram Gold from Zichu. Wishing you a great day and great learning.